0: You are now listening to another episode of the Kinky Heathen Podcast. For those new and returning, welcome to the Kinky Heathen Podcast. In this show, we explore all aspects of black sex, black sex culture, black sex ed, and the lifestyle as it pertains to kinks and fetishes. I only interview black folks about their black experiences, but I have one rule to keep in mind. It's none of my business, and I'm not judging you for who you love or what you're into. As long as it's not children, animals, or people that cannot provide emphatic consent. That means yes with an S, a hard S. I mean, who wants someone that's lukewarm? I'm your host, G.R. Heaton. This is the Kinky Heaton Podcast, and welcome to the show. Please bear with me as I try to hammer out the structure of the show. This week, we're returning to finish episode nine. I was a bit whiny in that episode, admittedly, but we grow. It's been almost six weeks. Today's episode will be in two parts. The first you can listen to publicly. The second part, you will need headphones. And it will not be for the faint of heart, my parents, their friends, or anyone that doesn't enjoy porn or erotica. Because I'm going to tell you what I did. Let's get into our kinks of the day. Amomaxia. A-M-O-M-A-X-I-A. It means sex in a parked car. It used to be called dogging or even necking. The more you know, right? The second term, gymnophilia. G-Y-M-N-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. It means arousal from nudity, but we're going to talk more about that. The resort started in 1976 as Negro Beach Village with the slogan, come and experience hedonism. Hedonism Two was given its current name in 1981. We're talking about Hedonism Two in Negro, Jamaica. Let's go on a bit of a auditory tour of Hedonism Two, The clothing optional, all-inclusive, adults-only lifestyle resort. It's amazing. And I'm definitely going back. So when I say clothing optional, I mean that there's a third of the resort where they have the naked police, where you must be naked. But two-thirds of the resort, people have clothes on and it's optional for you to have clothes on. It's a lifestyle resort, as in there will be some adult activities going on, some things that may deviate from people's more quote-unquote normal sexual proclivities. But since this is a sex podcast, you're going to find swingers. You're going to find hot wives, bulls, stags. You're going to find kinky people. You may see gay people, lesbians, people that are intersex. You may see trans people. All of that's there. Let's talk more about the grounds. And which First of all, it's the cleanest place I've ever been. The cleanest place I've ever been. Not a dish, not a nothing. You expect in the main lobby that the bathroom may get a little uh, messy because there's so many people coming in and out. Not this one. Any time of day or night, it was pristine. Everything pristine. I'm not one to be walking around barefoot places or just to be touching stuff. But I could lay on everything. It was fantastic. And it's open air. It's built so that the breeze flows through the building which is fantastic structurally. There's gourmet dining 24 hours a day, but I got uh, ahead of myself. Let's go back. When you come up the front steps and they drop you off at the door and they take your bags because they can take your bags to your room, you may check in. Someone will come a concierge will ask you, would you like something to drink? I'm allergic to pineapples, so I couldn't try the native rum punch, but they recommended rum and ting. Ting is a grapefruit soda. I wasn't sure if I'd like that, but, baby, it's delicious and hydrating. You don't know what hits you until it hits you. But you come to the main lobby, and then you're in the main stage area and the main common area. There's a omelet station, a self-server or whatever it is by time of day. There's a buffet. There's, to the left, there is Harry-san, which is a Japanese restaurant. It is Japanese teppanyaki style. And they also have sushi teppanyaki is what you think of when you see the flat top that's not actually hibachi but we're not going to talk about that there's also a coffee espresso place and they have the main stage where on Fridays they put on shows and all the other restaurants close down it's gorgeous and you can the wi-fi is the strongest there in my opinion now when you come out of there you'll come and you'll look at this oh and there's an amazing bar that The Bob Marley shot, don't get that. That's sin in the cup. It, it's just a bunch of weird flavors. You, you don't want that, trust me. But we go past the bar, and you see this beautiful pool. There's people laying around, beautiful people just walking around, doing, living their best life, in their linens, in, in their sarongs, just having the best time. Music's playing. And I went down and to the left, because I stayed on the Garden View prude side. So... I wouldn't just walk out my room and see naked people normally. And I had a roommate, but the way it was situated, three people could have been in the room. The room was gorgeous. The shower, everything about it was lovely. The beds were comfortable. And there is no I still tipped anyway because I'm me. But down that trail, there's also a Pastafari. Pastafari is an Italian restaurant. With a Jamaican accent, it's semi formal. I didn't get a chance to go there, so I can't tell you what the food is like. Oh, but I did go to Harry Song. Delicious, fantastic. Now there, if you're coming back from the left, back towards the right, there's beautiful beaches. Some people doing some hand carvings. There's a beach bar. That one's called Flame. It's on the Prude Beach. It's a chop house. A chop house differs from a steakhouse as in it has multiple kinds of meats, different types of chops. Anyway, you have to wear clothes there. You have to wear clothes in all the dining areas except for on the nude side. You'll go out and then there's the beach, beautiful, trees growing, it's lovely. It's on a seven mile stretch of beach. And as you're walking towards the right, you'll pass a dance studio where you can go to the gym. There's little cabanas with beds, places for couples to get massages or to eat outside. There's a half basketball court, a tennis court. And as you're walking towards, more towards the right, you're going to soon, you're going to come on the nude part of the beach. But before you get there, there's pool tables. There is, oh, uh, the piano bar. That, and you may even find people singing. There's the four-play club. And Harry's Wine Bar, they have the best gift shop. One of the best gift shops I've ever seen. You can buy all types of uh, paraphernalia there. I've seen everything from butt plugs to baby wipes to, to smoking paraphernalia, grinders and such. Speaking of that, there's Hito Weedo. It's they've had their own dispensary there with their own pre rolls um, and bud tenders. And down that way is a tennis court, if I'm correct. All of this is lovely. There's different places you can go. There's outside seating. And then they have a playhouse. Let's call it a pseudo dungeon. For those of you that are not, think Fifty Shades of Grey, but not that deep. Not that Fifty Shades of Grey was deep, but we'll do a deep dive on that later on. So you can, in there, in that playroom... First of all, it's extremely clean. There's two little pools, which were cold. They were so cold. There's showers. There's beds. If you're into, if you're into that, but we'll leave that alone. We'll leave that for the other side, because this is still part one. You walk down the beach, and you people that have been there, it feels really. This is awful, but it feels like a family thing. Like they say, "Welcome back" when you get there. Because most people come once and they come like a couple times a year or annually. Like there's people with with 20th anniversary plaques, 25 years, all of that. There's six pool tables. There's hot tubs. They have the dancers. They have the shows. They have a steam and a sauna room. You can go scuba diving. There's glass bottom boats rides, snorkeling, sailing, kayaking. And now you can even get PADI certified for scuba divers. And all this is on the resort for free. So you don't have to leave. It's amazing. This is the end of part one. Yeah, this is the end of part one. So mom, dad, the rest of y'all that shouldn't be listening. I know you're curious, but this is where you stop. Stop right here. This is your final warning. Moving on. Let's talk about what I did. Because everyone wants to know what I did And because this is a sex podcast, you attach sex to the host. I'm not all for that, but I do understand it. Hedonism. Let's talk about what a hedon is first. And if you listen to the Civil Rights and Sexuality, the Black History episode, we talked about what ethics and morals are. So you should know that, so I'm not going to go over it again. Hedonism is the ethical theory that pleasure... In the sense of satisfaction of desires is the highest good and proper aim of human life. That's a good overall definition of what hedonism is. I call myself, or I go by, G.R. Hedon because I do what I want, but not at the expense of other people. I.e. the golden rule. I'm not going to do nothing to you that I wouldn't want you to do to me. So if I did it, I thought about that. I'm not doing anything to be malicious. My question to people is always, okay, but are you happy? Like, why did you do that if it didn't make you happy? Because I don't believe in suffering like that. I don't believe you should have to suffer for it. There's always a better way. That may get me into trouble sometimes, but I'm willing to eat that because it made me happy. Let's move on. We're going to talk about what I did. And again, this is a place to stop. Hedonism was good to me. I felt my thickest, my blackest. Listen, the the dumps were in the trunk. It was amazing. I ate good. I drank good. I smoked good. And I had good sex. It was good good. You know why? Because I was naked. And what does nudity have to do with anything? This is a good time to talk about the difference between nudism and naturism. Nudism is being naked. You're taking off your clothes and it typically has an inherent sexual factor to it. Naturism is being naked and connecting it to the outside world without the sexual aspect to it you can be a nudist and it not be sexual but predominantly it is and there's also a black nature association I'm trying to get them on for an interview let's talk more about the piece that I did I had my bikini I took that bitch off because at first I was feeling admittedly blah about my body when I first got there I enjoy being naked just because it just feels good to me but I don't actually, I'm not looking in the mirror like, damn, I look good, but I'm not thinking I look like a booger wolf either. I'm just not actually thinking about it to the point of when I was growing up, my mother would always ask me, did you even bother to look into a mirror? Usually not. This changed me. It changed me in a lot of ways. It made me more confident, more self-assured. It taught me that it's okay to be nerdy, to be smart, to be quirky, to be weird. To be bubbly and sexy all in one. I don't normally get that stateside. There's a lot to that that I won't go into. Because we were talking about me. And baby, when I tell you... Rain. It's men. If you didn't get the picture, it was raining men. For me. Because I'm straight. I'm not saying that there was more men than women or anything like that because it seemed equal to me. Actually, a lot of people come as couples, but I'm single. I'm single like my phone don't ring for days at a time unless it's my best friend or my parents. Single like that. So this was amazing, especially since I'm not the type of person that people go up to at the bar. And I'm also, I don't dress that well. I'm not even going to hold you. Not that cute like that. If I put it together and I took a picture, that's because this was one of the few times where I was so, so proud. And that's always a point of judgment. When you're naked, people can't look at you and judge how much money you have or what you do for a living. They just see your body. And either they're interested in what they physically see or not. There's nothing to it. You don't have to worry about people wanting you for your money or wanting you for what you do because they don't know unless you have it tattooed on your body. And that's the dopest part. Of course, there were people that chose to adorn themselves. And there were people that got work done. There were women in heels. And I'm not judging none of that. Do your thing. For things that are sex related. For me, it starts at the airport. Because I'm wearing a dress with no pants at the airport. Because I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. And I get to Jamaica. There's this couple. I felt like they was looking at me kind of hard. so hard. But I was like, it's not, no, it's just it's just in my head. I'm somewhere new, yada, yada, yada. Turns out they were. I'm not a unicorn. And of course, they were very respectful. When I say I'm not a unicorn, that's not me because I don't like women. I digress. I get to the resort and things are wonderful. Like I'm telling you, I'm only in my bathing suit long enough to figure out what's going on. Once I get my bearings, I go over to I'd. Bear in mind that this this is kind of far. And I had just messed up my ankle, so I'm hoofing it. My Fitbit, 10,000 steps. I was fit. Good to go. I get to the new pool. Get, meet somebody, get right back out. I don't even remember what he said. I should be ashamed of that, but I'm not. Because he was a certified head doctor. And I'm gonna send this to you, and you know who you are. It was fantastic. I went on about my business. I met people hanging out in the pool. We drank, we laughed, and there's a little playhouse to the side of the pool. That's got condoms in it and towels and whatnot. That was nice. I didn't use that room. There's also a nude restaurant. So I'm sitting there butt booty naked eating jerk chicken nachos. I'm living my best life. Got a little rum in my coconut. This is the life for me. I go wash my hands, get back in the pool. Now, I'm meeting people talking. I actually met a man. I was talking to a woman, and his face and her breasts were the exact same shade. And she was like, yeah, I'm with so-and-so. And she introduced me. And I'm looking like, where he at? Turns out he's floating right underneath. Huge, huge titties. And they both chocolate. And and I'm like, hey, he would come to be important later on. So I'm talking to people having a good time. And I'm not going to tell you how many days this was. It was lovely. I meet somebody else. Go back to his room. He's got whiskey dick. But he was a head doctor too. He was neck and neck. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. He was... uh. Pretty close to the first guy, but he was gone by the time I met my would-be friend. The first guy, definitely, he got good reviews. Definitely sent him along. And I was like, he's got the mouth and he will fold you in half. See this man right here. And she was like, "Woo, his little ass folded me in half. And I'm like, I know, right? I ended up having a threesome. Probably one of the best of my life. And like I said, I'm straight. So there were two men, two straight men They were both in relationships. They were very gentle, very caring. They were about my pleasure, which is so rare. And no, they didn't touch each other. Because not everybody has to touch each other in a threesome. And no, that does not make it a train. If you, maybe y'all never seen a train. People come one after, they the cars come one after another. Like it, it's consecutive, not co-current. Typically in a threesome, things are happening co-currently. So there's that. Anyway, one of their spouses walked up to me and I was like, I see why you're in that situation. I do understand. And it was fantastic. The people that I met, the people that I sat and I spoke to, the people from all over, I did meet a couple that they both had these counters, you know, the that sometimes bouncers have that you click to count how many people go through the door. They both were wearing them. It was like their anniversary. She walked up to us and to me and the person I was sitting next to and she said, Can I hug y'all? And we're like, yeah. And it's like, well, she gets to 50. That lucky fella gets gets a blowjob. They click and they in a competition of some sort. I did meet somebody from here, there, forgetting that I was butt naked, walked up to them like some scene out of Baywatch and spoke. And I didn't, didn't know they were from here until they told me. So that was a little awkward. The first time we actually talk, you know, butt booty, butterball naked. But life happens. You know, it's funny. This experience was amazing. I went to the playroom. I watched people have sex. People watched me have sex. I gave head underneath the stars. I got my back blown out underneath the stars. That was gorgeous. I mean, then I took a hot shower afterwards. We went and ate. It it was just, it was really, really nice. Just a few more things before I let you all go. The staff says that more Black people come during the summer. People go year-round. Black people go year-round. But... The majority is during the summer. And for what I understand, the staff be getting it in too. If I can impart anything upon you about Hedo, be open-minded. You don't have to be naked, if, not if you don't want to. You don't have to have sex, not if you don't want to. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to. If it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. I did what made me happy at the resort, and I'd do it again in a heartbeat. As for you, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was informative. And I hope that you will consider going to Hedo. Not that they're sponsoring this. I hope they will. But not that they are. (laughs) There are other groups to go with. I went with a group. I'm not going to let you know what that group is. Because, you know, privacy and stuff. And consent. That's real important. If you want to go, if you want some groups that you could possibly go with, you can text me at 707 I M N O I R E. That spells 707 I'm Noir. I'm on Instagram at the Kinky Heaton Podcast, the Kinky Podcast dot com. If you want to be a guest, guest at the Kinky I'll be here Tuesdays as always. If you don't like it, shh, tell nobody but me, your group chat, and the block list. If you do like it, tell me and everybody else. Leave a review, like, comment, subscribe, and again I'm your host, G.R. Heaton, and this was the Kinky Heaton Podcast.